from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for Wednesday, January 27th, 2010. I'm Kevin Close, and I'll be your host with the most for this week's show. What are you laughing at already? He looked right at me and he said 2010. No one I'm over here thinking oh, because, 2010. Yeah, her and Kathy are all 2010. Get over it. <laughs> I'm joined by Kathy Worling. I'm all defensive Julie for Moore. him. <laughs> yeah, I see how this is going to go. It's okay, I can handle that much. <laughs> Glad I'm on this side Man, of the table. I gotta calm down. Chuck, <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, he hits you when you sit next it's to him. It's not like I'm playing soccer. Calm down. All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by Kathy Whirling, Julie Martin, Teresa Martin, Corey Martin, <laughs> John Magi, and Walter Eccles. Okay, it's really Teresa Eccles. Really? Wow. Uh, for those of you who haven't listened to on our show in a while, if you are new, we're experimenting. experimenting we're experimenting. I'm <laughs> right. Ricky Ricardo all of a sudden. <laughs> we're experimenting with a new format this year. Pete Werner has stepped down from his hosting duties, and each week, each week we are talking. <laughs> <laughs> Pete makes us look easy. <laughs> Pete Werner has stepped down from his hosting duties, and each week we are taking turns hosting. This is my week. In this week's show, Corey and Julie are going to tell us about the Dreams Come True exhibit in New Orleans. Kathy Whirling has some updates from around the park. And Teresa Martin will tell us how she's doing (laughs) (laughs) with Pete's challenge to book a Walt Disney World vacation for her entire family for under $2,500. All that plus news, weather, and roundtable rapid fire on this week's show. Welcome, everybody. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for welcoming us. <laughs> You're welcome. Does anybody have any housekeeping for I this do. week? I do, I do, I do. Okay, Julie? <laughs> okay, I, I really do. <laughs> Go ahead, Corey. I just need to say congratulations to the New Orleans Saints uh, for making the Super Bowl for the first time in franchise history. Also, uh, congratulations to the Indianapolis Colts for making it also. Um, he wouldn't have said that unless... You know, without Will being a part well, of our Well, Will Perry, who also uh, works with Diz, is a Colts fan. So like a disunplugged rivalry. We are, yeah. we are, we are a house wow. divided. Well, there's house also divided. how many? Like 7,000 Diz listeners in Indianapolis. So Yes. Really? You know, the Louisiana Diz listeners have come yep. out the woodwork mm-hmm. now. Yep. Did you really eat all that Sunday night? Last night? Oh, was that this last night? Yeah. yeah what are we oysters? talking about? He ate oysters? like 6,000 oysters and had, three po'boys or something. I had 10 dozen oysters and one po'boy. He walked into the house with his pants undone <laughs> and like he was eight months pregnant. Have you ever gone out to dinner with Corey? <laughs> we went to Texas Day Brazil one time and the people in the kitchen were like peeking out the window. They were like, are you serious? He wants more? It was, they, they came up to the table and said, all you can eat, not you eat all. <laughs> I put the shucker in the weeds. He, was, uh, he wasn't so happy to see me come in. It was a very exciting night in the Martin household. He had to cheer silently because Ferris was asleep. <laughs> I did really good too. <laughs> Almost hit my head on the fan. Yeah, you had a shucker like in the a house. Silent movie. Yeah. Where was the shucker? He was. He was on the other side of the bar, but not in your house. No, no. I wish I had a, a house shucker. <laughs> shucker. <laughs> shucker was in the weeds in the house, and I thought, uh, okay, but um. Aaron ADP on the board suggested that since we're a house divided, that me and Will have some sort of um, 
A bet. A bet. So this is what we're going to do. Will, I hope you're listening. Wait a minute. If you're not, shame on you. I want a part of this. I want it's a, not money. Uh, well, no. Yeah, I want to set like <laughs> wear a chicken suit or something like that <laughs> and sign, spin signs or something. So if the, um, <laughs> if the Saints lose, I'm going to change my avatar on the boards for a week to a Colts logo. And Will has to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That affects the rest of us. <laughs> no way. Yeah, wow. I'll tell you, that's really not that much fun for us. Let's see. I was just going to say, I haven't well, neither seen the Super Bowl. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. what, what can we come up with that they have? When to do? is the Super Bowl? Is it this week? February seventh. Yes. I'm with Teresa. I think they should have to do something. It's on like the cruise. National Snack Day at my house. We just buy special food and wait for halftime. <laughs> we okay, keep that's just Tuesday at our house. <laughs> <laughs> we fast forward to halftime. What could they do on the cruise if they lost? We oh no, that's negative. too far away. <laughs> Not for public humiliation. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have to sing at karaoke. I think the loser should have to sing. Do wow. the Saints have a fight oh, song? I don't do that. No. You know what the cult stands for? Oh, no. Like, Count on losing the Super Bowl. Oh! <laughs> Some trash talk going on. And Will's not I here like to protect this microphone. Himself. He likes the microphone. <laughs> this week. I think whoever loses should have to sing at karaoke. I think I just lost my voice. Dang, and that does it for sports. And I think it should be something like, and I will always love you or something like that. Some ridiculous song or something. Well, who's favored to win? Anybody? The Colts are. They're a good team. We're both good teams. But. And now, Julie, with the weather. <laughs> really? It's nice out. <laughs> Julie, you have housekeeping also? Um, last week I had asked if you could go on the Sunrise Safari if you stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge. And you have to be concierge level in order to do the Sunrise Safari. So I just wanted to make that correction. Someone wrote to us yeah. to correct us? Of course. <laughs> I just pulled that out of my head. Is that person going to get a t-shirt? Oh, well, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, if they wrote to us and we talk about it, we have to give them something. Okay. Cool. Anybody else have any housekeeping? I do. I want to announce that uh, Chris, crazy Disney man on the Diz, had a new baby daughter yesterday, Abigail. Congratulations to Chris and his Yay. wife. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a huge process. I felt so bad for them, what they had to go through. I keep, was keeping up with them on Facebook. Well, he kept talking about if it was a boy, he was going to name it Luke Sky Walters. Oh. oh I'm so glad it was a girl. I'm so happy for you, Kim. <laughs> what, is it, what is it now, Leah? Scott. Abigail. I thought that was sort of cool, though, how he was Facebooking from the delivery room. Uh, so was she. <laughs> oh, really? I missed that. Yes. Oh, that's cool. Kept Julie on edge. Oh, well, I wanted to know what it was so bad, so all night I kept checking back and checking well, we're back. We're going to expect that of you now. Yeah. Are you guys going to do that? Corey will. With a yeah. live webcam. Corey's going to put oh, the video the on YouTube. I'll be down for anything. <laughs> And we have another listener, um, Sean. His dad is in the hospital. So if everybody could just, you know, keep them in your thoughts or say a prayer. Our prayers keep going around. It, they, it, mm-hmm. I'll testify to that. It's amazing what they can do. Very, very nice. Anybody else? Uh, I'm going to let John do the news, only because he printed it in small font. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bob. Kevin doesn't read well these days. So you can bring Not, in a co-host, huh? You can do whatever you want. You're the host of the show. I can. Mm-hmm. This is my Ed McMahon. You shouldn't have gone first. Dang. I'm going to have a weatherman. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. This first, is my Katie Couric. Our first story will be Barbara Walters. <laughs> Baba. Barbara Walters. Late monorail pilot's mother sues Disney. 
This is from Wesh.com. The mother of Austin Woodenberg, 21, who was killed in a crash involving two monorail trains at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom in July 2009, has filed a lawsuit against the theme park. Christine Woodenberg claims her son's employer, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts Incorporated, was responsible for his death because of negligent conduct in the monorail crash. She filed a suit against the company last week that alleges reckless and unintentional and unintentional conduct on the part of Disney. Disney would not con- would not comment on the lawsuit. Of course not. I'm sorry. She has every right to yeah. do this. I think absolutely. I t- think she's From totally every- within her. Her right. life has changed forever. <clears throat> From everything we've heard, wasn't he her only child? Am I wrong about that? No, that was his uh, her only yeah. child. But that's one of those things. Like as a mother, when you know your kids do something, and you say, "Well, you can't like live it over or do whatever." And her getting that money that that would be nice, but she can't bring her son. Back. No, not at all. We I just think- dealt with this this year, and the money doesn't change anything. Right. What you hopefully, I can only speak for myself. Um, my mom was just on the news last night talking about my dad's death in this summer, and well, there's no money involved. What we're hoping is that this doesn't happen to someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think I would hope any mom would be approaching this as this should be fixed. This, uh, I hope that she this wasn't in vain. To someone else. I, I think that's what she's trying to do, to bring light to the situation, that right. there were so many faults along the way. Because he was not at fault. Correct. Mm-hmm. You want justice. From what we've heard, he was not at fault at all. It was definitely in the hands of other people. Justice and a learning. It, it, you want both. You want... You want to save someone else the heart ache mm-hmm. and grief. But when they were talking about that, now I know we all go to the parks and see it, but they were talking about the, what the manual says they're supposed to do, that when they back up, they're supposed to go in the rear cab. Have you ever seen a monorail driver in the rear cab? I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know that I would even have noticed. It's not something I can say I've ever noticed one way or another. You know, just, and how would he get there anyway? Well, you can get into the back one. They just never use it. But he couldn't trade. He couldn't yeah, go to the back in the to the front the, yeah. in the middle of the track. You have to do it in a right. station. Right, you have to do like it in a real station. station. Uh-huh. Part of the problem, well, this is what I've heard. I don't. This is hearsay. Is that th- there were two major faults. One was that a manager who was supposed to be there and monitoring the situation was off property. Right. The second was that a switch said it was switched and wasn't. So. You know, there's a mechanical failure involved, and there's also a human failure involved. So, is that manager well, still employed by Disney? I don't know. Never heard. Not sure. But I mean, they said now that with that, you know, going to the back of the cab, that Disney had said to ignore that because it took too much time. Well, that's also part of her lawsuit. Her lawsuit yeah. is saying that Disney told the monorail drivers to save money and save time. There were certain steps that they could avoid or they could skip out of the process. We talk about that this was all the one time. of them, then that's a shame. And even as a, a visitor, we talk about this all the time, that people get some false sense of security when you're at Disney. Mm-hmm. This is a small city. It's a small mm-hmm. city working and breathing and living every day. And you really have to approach it like that. You can't just give up all of your common sense when you're at right. Disney. Cast members are visitors. Thanks for hosting a really depressing show. <laughs> Uh, you're the one who picked the news. Oh, okay. <laughs> Our next story comes from the OCregister.com. Private jewelry store closing in Disneyland. <gasps> no, mm. I love, but I never bought anything. I, I guess I can't guys, complain. I thought you guys would be <laughs> sad about this. The Jewel of Orleans, a jewelry store inside of Disneyland, 
where visitors often buy engagement rings, is scheduled to close because of the poor economy. Isn't that where you got goosed by Jack yes. Sparrow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's that little thing on the corner, right? With really the tiny little shop with an estate, estate jewelry. jewelry. Yeah. Oh, oh, that was a nice place. Uh, the show has been operated. The show, the store has been operated inside the theme park in New Orleans Square for about twelve years, but the recession has cut into business so much that the store plans to close on April fifteenth. Said Lucretia Are Jacobs. Are they having a sale? <laughs> really? I'm going to be there then. I know, Corey. Send some money. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a tough couple of years all around for luxury good retailers like ours. Jacobs said it was primarily an economic decision. It was a tough decision because the store has a lot of sentimental value. Mm-hmm. They're having a hard time. We just heard this morning that Walmart and Sam's Club are laying off eleven thousand people. Oh man. But I also heard somewhere that they're going to hire them back because they're like the demonstrators and things. But they're going to hire them they're back. They're going to outsource yeah. the people who do like the food tastings and the demonstrations in the store. And so you could get your job positions. back. They're the ones that always scream at me, caliente. It's <laughs> hot. <laughs> like, stop opening the deep fryer cabinet. What's the Spanish word for enough? That's what I always get. <laughs> Pasta. Pasta. Enough. Um, what I thought was interesting is I didn't realize this was privately owned. I thought this was a Disney-owned store. So, Oh, it is sad. Yeah. I love trying on that jewelry. <laughs> Pete has a piece from there. He's got an estate ring from there. Our third story is Legoland Park to open in Florida. Merlin Entertainment announced that it would be opening the Legoland Florida Park at its recently acquired Cypress Gardens in Polk County. The new property will be the company's 13th attraction in the U.S. and its fifth Legoland park worldwide, with others located in California, the U.K., Denmark, and Germany. Nick Varney, chief executive officer of Merlin Entertainment, said the Florida development will be one of the most exciting and important projects that the company has pursued. The attraction is set to open at the end of 2011 and will feature rides, shows, Lego building challenges, and more. Anybody ever been to one? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I wonder if they'll have those water skiers. But you know how far, I mean, that's like really out there. Yeah, it is. And I just don't see everybody that's out there weird or out there out far, there away. far away. Far away. Not highway. Yeah, like in God's country. I mean, it's not know, like SeaWorld like, and Universal. Yeah. And where it's, is Polk County? It's That's where we went when, to see Stacey and Mike, our friends. It's south of uh, Osceola County. Yeah, it's out, we past, passed wow. it's out past where it I live. Far. Wow. Which has no name. Yes. Where the streets have no name. This is going to be one of those things where people are going to go, oh, I want to go to Legoland during my trip, and they're going to realize that it's an hour and 45-minute drive. Build, build the Lego car to get you there. Talking about opening things, did you see where ABBA Land opened today in England? Oh, Their I little theme that. park? No. An ABBA theme park? Yeah. Whoa. I saw it on MSN. Can we send Kevin there? What were some of the rides? Tell me. I don't know. He said it was all ABBA-themed. ABBA had a hand in it. There was a 25-room Exhibition with the history of ABBA. So. Mm. Okay. Send me one. It's the Dancing Queen coaster. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something. I couldn't. That's the Mamma Mia merry go round was the best. Pretty good. I thought it's. I can't wait to hear about it. I don't know. Bex needs to go there and check it out. I like ABBA. I think I after a couple of hours, I might want to put needles in my yeah. eyes. I can't imagine a whole museum dedicated to them. You know. It's a theme park, though. I mean, so it's got to have rides, right? Yeah. Didn't we see that on Broadway? Like we saw Mamma Mia, which is all like disco rides or what? They don't have theme parks on Broadway. 
<laughs> yet. <laughs> I anyway. figured I would help you because I didn't know anything about the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an informational exchange. Yeah, right. Thank you. Cultural exchange talk to your people. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the weather. Who wants to do the weather? Who has an iPhone? Oh. Come on. Here, I'll do it. I, I don't mind. Julie, you check the weather every day. I on do. Your iPhone. First when one I get out, up in the morning, get it ready. I get I get my phone and I click on my little weather channel app. And Julie's wearing see. the little power suit with the tie, the little ribbon around the, the bow around. And the I neck. see how I need to dress myself in Ferris for the day. Do you really? Yes. Julie, go stand in front of our green screen and do <laughs> the weather for us. Yeah. We're gonna make that big H come towards you your head. You think I was lying? So you check the weather before you decide what you're gonna wear. Yeah. She checks the weather before she goes to sleep, so she knows. If I need to cover well, Ferris with a blanket a or put Do you know what always amazes me when you're in the parks? You'll see the mother wearing the polar fleece jacket all zipped up, and oh the kid gosh. has on a onesie. Yeah. yeah. Playing and, in the water. Yeah. <laughs> or a baby with no shoes. And, and you socks. think to yourself, if you're cold, yeah. and the reverse is true, you know, the mother will be walking around in a tank top. And the and kids her, got on chucka boots and right. yeah, gloves. <laughs> the kids got on the hat and the gloves. And it's like, you think they pretty much have the same body temperature you yeah, do. Yeah, I always wondered that too. Well, it, for Thursday and Friday, you're looking at highs in the low to uh, mid-70s. Your rain chances are 10 and 20% for those days. But then on Saturday and Sunday, your rain chances increase. For Saturday, it's a 70% chance of rain. Your high is only 69. Um, and then Sunday... A lower chance, 10% chance of rain, 60 degrees is your high. And then on into Monday and Tuesday, you'll have 68 and 73 with a very low chance of rain. Um, your lows are going to be anywhere from the 40s, 50s, and 60s. I can live with that. Nice. Today is just awesome. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm just so, so glad perfect, we're inside right perfect now. Perfect day to go take photos of Ferris. <laughs> Come on, let's finish up. <laughs> so get to a park. <laughs> it is really, today's one of those perfect days. Yeah. It's not hot. It's not cold. There's no humidity. It's really, really nice. Yeah, sky cloud in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Bright and sunny. Zero percent chance of rain today. I've not seen that in a while. I think Julie did great with the weather. Mm-hmm. I think we should make Julie our weather girl. <laughs> I agree. I don't. I mean, I'm very into the weather. That's all I can say. <laughs> I you think were, I get it from my dad. I don't. I, when I get up and take a shower in the morning, I'm not one of those people who checks the weather. We have a marble windowsill in our bathroom, and that's how I decide. If it's cold, if the marble's cold, I'm going to wear a jacket. Or I pretty something. much do the same thing oh, with my Lord. tile floors. If my feet are cold when I hit the floor, it's like okay, honey. Wear long sleeves. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Okay. Everybody has their own little way. Of, mm-hmm. If the cats are in bed with me when I wake up, it's chilly. That's how I figured it out. Of course it has to do with our cats. Yes. <laughs> if they went on the back porch, it's going to be sunny. If the outside goldfish is floating. <laughs> no, it's too cold. Oh, the fish still lives, believe it or not, after it's took down the drain. If Calvin sees a shadow, <laughs> I wear a jacket. Did, did you guys, when you lived up north, ever do the, if the cows are standing or they're sitting? That used that's, to be another way to tell them. Yeah, weather. that's if it's going to rain. Right. I've always heard that. If mm-hmm. the cows are laying down, it's going to rain. Mm-hmm. My Good grandfather, Lord. when we lived up north, my grandfather used to say, have you ever seen when the leaves, my grandfather used to talk, you could see the whites of the leaves, when the leaves turn inside out, he would always say you could tell it was going to rain that way, and he's right. Hmm. If the leaves are, when you, you know, when the wind blows a little bit, you get a breeze, and the leaves sort of blow the other way, you can see the undersides of them. Oh, yeah. my favorite is, 
early in the morning if you hear the snowplow go by, you know there's probably not going to be any school. Yeah. <laughs> that was I, always my test. I hated the guy with the snowplow because he would always come as soon as I finished the driveway and then you would get that mm-hmm. wall yeah. at the end. Wall of snow. Yep. All right. Good times. Good. <laughs> We're going to move on to rapid fire. I will. I'll go first. Right. Okay, go ahead. Do you want to get prizes away? Right. Oh, no. We usually do that oh, in housekeeping. We can. Oh, you never told me, so I didn't even okay. mention it. Uh, again, I was not informed. <laughs> <laughs> I knew nothing of the those. host with almost the mostest. <laughs> My boss never told me. Well, since I only brought the one, um, this is from our Dizapalooza, Fiona and Jim. They had chosen number 28. Okay. have won a $50 Disney gift certificate good at any Disney store or Disney theme park. Thanks for listening and congratulations. Yay! Yay! And I did have a December winner, but I totally forgot their name, so... But I know their number. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's see what they won. <laughs> and they know who they are. They know who they are? Yeah. Should we, should we just do the number? And, and I know it's a guy. I totally forgot to bring his name. He's about this tall. <laughs> Do we know him? We got like 25 emails. That was me. No, <laughs> I know who it is, and he knows who he is. But he Secret. chose number 24. You know who you are. <laughs> All right, we'll save that for next time. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to rapid fire. Who said they wanted to go first? I will. Okay. House of Blues. I got some concerts coming up y'all are going to be excited about. I doubt this. <laughs> These are just such random. Okay. House Mar- of Blues is always random. March 20th, CSI New York's Gary Sinise and the Lieutenant Dan oh, Band. What? Cool. I'd go for that one. I would too. I thought that was Ca- cool. Captain Dan has a band? <laughs> he does. <laughs> Gary Sinise and the and Lieutenant Dan. And he donates Dan. a lot of his money to um, veteran organizations. Oh, cool. Earplugs. He gives a lot of people earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, March 21st, George Thorogood and the Destroyers. That's like a them. good He's rock and bam. To the bone. The 22nd of... <laughs> March alkaline trio with cursive. Kevin's a lot excited mm, about that. Um, and the internationally last... ignored cursive. <laughs> and the last one I'm going to talk about today is on March 27th. G Love and Special Sauce with Giant Panda Gorilla Dub Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just string together a bunch of random words? I think that's what I order at the Chinese place. <laughs> <laughs> that one just jumped out at me. G Love and Special Sauce. Is this stumped around like the, table? I'd like the giant panda with the special sauce, please. <laughs> no, it's giant panda gorilla dub squad. Um, Isn't that interesting? So, how's it? I don't think you're using that word right. Yeah. <laughs> good times. I guess all the good band blues. names are taken. Yeah, really. <laughs> really? See, we could be the Rolling Stones. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be special sauce. Oh, my God. All I right. just thought that was interesting. Thank and you I love you. House of Blues, so. They need chairs. Who's next? No. I'll go next. We, um, we upgraded our search on the boards. First, a big thank you to Florin from um, Xevo.com who wrote the code for this, and Alex, Webmaster Alex, who worked with him to get this yeah, all working yeah. on the boards. I know we had some downtime, but this is why, because they were working on making this work. If you, you need to log in for this to work, go to any thread, and you can double-click one word, two words, three words, it doesn't matter, and you'll see a little magnifying glass pop up. Click on that magnifying glass, and a pop-up window will come up with all the threads with those keywords in it. Wow. I did it this morning. 
I did it with the word with. Yeah. You can do it with even people's names. It went you know, crazy. It's awesome. Really? That's cool. You know, the boards, we have so much content in there that this really, really makes it so much easier to find what you're looking and for. And that's anywhere on the boards. Any thread. Any thread. Yep. Out of thousands and thousands. Out of thousands. Can you search titles? You can search for Kitty Kitty or whatever you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> can you search for search you titles search and subjects? For, you can search for Teresa's Kitty. You can't. <laughs> Just okay. type in the word Klaus or Roxy. I'm sure plenty of that's I just want you to know that Don Puckett's head just exploded. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, you're going, whoa. But this is something brand new. It's it's a great, great addition to the boards. So have fun with it. That's cool. And it goes back to any thread forever. Any, going any, back. Any trees, any, they're all there. Any. Pages any and pages and pages. Wow. Just don't do something like Disney. Or with. Really. <laughs> or with. Or the. But that's cool, though, if you're looking for something. Yeah. Know threads with the word with in them espn the weekend just search that you'll find some recent threads or somebody's everything name. that's relevant and that's just just too cool i'm gonna check this out yep that's my rapid fire good times who's next are we going around the table i'll go okay hey i have breaking news for all you hamburger fans out there pecos bill has added two new hamburgers they've added a quarter not a quarter pound a third pound angus burger and a third pound specialty angus burger Ooh, it must come with cheese <laughs> it's made out of angus lips <laughs> somebody pinch me so i haven't oh go- oh, really? i haven't gone over Hold to, me back. to try them but well, uh, dreams have come true <laughs> yeah i know Really what though, what's, you, it doesn't anything about the special. What's special about it? No, just special secret thing. sauce or mm-hmm. what? No, they're going to be a house of blues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering too, Teresa. So I don't have pricing. I don't is know if it comes on quotes, the wheat bun. What's that? Is special in quotes? <laughs> no, they they made a big deal out of the fact that it was a specialty burger, and the fact that it's is it is it really Angus? You know, I don't know. I guess we'll have to try. All right. well, and it's already on the menu? I got one. Okay. What's that? It's on the menu it's now? It's on, on, on the menu now. Cool. Okay. The food, the wine, the jazz. Join us in the Twinkling. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you write that yourself? Sorry, Walter. You never come in that excited. <laughs> I wanted to surprise you. you like the book's on tape. The wine, the jazz. <laughs> it said, join us in the Twinkling Lights of the Harbor Piazza at the Lowe's Portofino Bay Hotel at Univ at Universal Orlando for the Harbor Nights Romantica. Our wine tasting and jazz event is designed to capture the ambiance of the Mediterranean, featuring select wines, sparkling wines, gourmet food samples, and live jazz music. This is going to be Friday, February 12th, 6.30 to 9 p.m. Admission is $35. Online, 45 at the door. Reserved seating is $60, 70 at the door. That sounds like fun. Yeah, Too bad I'm pregnant. Well, <laughs> I know. We've given Disney crap for selling seats, but Universal's doing the same thing. Albeit I'll much uh, cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A whole lot less, but I'll pay sixty bucks. <laughs> for forty five you get to stand up. For sixty you can sit down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Sounds like a bargain. Sounds it sounds good. like a nice thing to do for Valentine's Day. Yeah, it does. Hey, with that special burger, do you get seat backs at Pecos Bills? <laughs> That's what makes it special. <laughs> you can sit before you get it, and there's a back on your chair. I'm going to go over and do an investigative report. I'll, I'll check it out and report back. 
tell we'll them get both you, of them. Yeah, we want to know. See, what tell them you want the gluten-free specialty burger. Oh. <laughs> Make their heads explode. <laughs> John, do you have any? I do. Uh, mine is that uh, teachers in California can get a free ticket to Universal Studios Hollywood through March 31st. The offer is good for all K through 12 teachers as long as you have a valid employee or union photo identification. And also teachers can get a 50% discount on as many as three additional tickets. It's a nice thing to do for teachers. Mm-hmm. That yeah. is a nice thing to do. It's, again, only California teachers, and it's only good at Universal Studios Hollywood. Teachers yeah. should be more recognized, I except looked, Nikki Bell. I looked on, <laughs> when that came through, I looked to see if there was anything for Florida, and I found a website that had all kind of um, discounts or offers for um, Floridian teachers wow. for the theme parks and different things. So do you remember just, what it was? I'd have to look. I can get the link, and we can put that up. But there okay. there was quite a few of them. Hmm. Awesome. Um, I'm going to wrap it up then. I have what, talked about... Julie doesn't get Julie one. I apologize, okay. Julie. So I was just waiting. I was, I was wondering I why you first, backtracked and went to... I, you know something? I She probably thought I went first. I did, actually. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it's a... Not nothing. <laughs> I looked at Tracy. Poor sad look on her face. Oh, I guess I don't get one. No, it's okay. Mine has to do with Valentine's Day, though. Um, it's Discovery Cove. You can spend Valentine's Day with your sweetheart swimming with dolphins and snorkeling with rays. Well, you have three add-on packages. So these prices are in addition to your park admission. Is it more if you want a chair? Yes. <laughs> in the water? <laughs> okay, go ahead. So there's a honey package. Um, you'll get a souvenir, photo in a frame, chocolates, and a personalized keepsake buoy. That will be delivered by an Atlantic bottlenose dolphin, <laughs> and that's, that's starts cute. at seventy four ninety five. Um, that's in addition to the ticket. Yeah, it's in addition to theme park admission. Yeah, the sweetheart package, which includes everything from the honey package, plus a dozen red roses, a private cabana. There's your seat, a bottle of champagne, and two toasting flutes, and the price is two fifteen ninety five. In addition to your park admission. And then the romance package, which you get everything from the Honey and Sweetheart package, plus, which really <laughs> tickled me, a champagne chiller. Something to keep your champagne cold. <laughs> other people get warm champagne. <laughs> <laughs> and a souvenir DVD of your experience with your uh, dolphin encounter. And that is $295.95 in addition to your park admission. But... If you love your honey or your sweetheart, I think you'll pay whatever. You're always saying if you're looking for something different to do. It's very different. Something different and the dolphin do. brings it to you. Is that what yeah. Is that so you nice? weren't around for Corey and Julie's segment? No, I don't no. think she was here yet. The dolphin doesn't bring the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> Balanced on he the He opens nose. it. Really? That's <laughs> cool. He it for you. Yeah. Get your little... <laughs> <laughs> You really needed the visual. <laughs> she had her little slipper with her bottle yes. of champagne on it. <laughs> okay. It sounded like fun to me. They that do engagement cool. packages over there, too, where really? a dolphin brings the ring and stuff and like that. And you're in the water with these things? Uh-huh. Yes. They're really sweet. <laughs> these things. These... No, it's more money if you have the dolphin come out of the water. <laughs> It's even more money if you get the land dolphin. <laughs> land shark. But if you're looking wow. for more things to do, um, not necessarily Discovery Cove, but around Disney, we have a great spot on the site all about romance at Disney, getting engaged and different things to do. And we'll just add that to the show notes. Have I missed anyone else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. My last thing is I talked about Delish the Bakery. And um, 
I talked to the gentleman who owns the place the other day, and he tells me they're getting a great response. Again, if you go in there, I we have decided that maybe we should let people know the power of the podcast. If you go to one of the places that we recommended or we've told you to go, let them know you, yeah, that you came from us. And just let them know that we are kind of powerful. Because otherwise we're just crazy people going, don't you listen to us? We have a show. <laughs> people listen. They like us. Now, I have one other thing that I want to talk about. Right next to Delish, the bakery, is Barney's Coffee, which we've also told you how much we like. But there's also a Whole Foods. Now, I've only been in Whole Foods a couple of times, and apparently they're older stores. If you're in the area, and we're always hearing about, I'm looking for, is there a great place to get something to go? Is there a great place to get takeout? We've talked about Publix Fried Chicken. I was shocked by how much takeout is available in Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. There was an Asian takeout. We found um, a salad bar, a dessert bar, a fruit bar, a barbecue bar, a seafood bar, not to mention all of the things that they sell throughout the store. So it's a great great place if you're looking for snacks to take back to your um, DVC property or your just your hotel room, whatever you've got. But I came across something that I found really, really impressive. Uh, you know how the stores sell you a dollar bag, a reusable bag? I found something um, called the Feed 100 bag. It was expensive. It was $10. However, 100% of the proceeds go to uh, your $10 provides 100 hot lunches to the UN's Feed the Children program. Ooh. So for your $10, you're feeding 100 kids. And from the information I read, it is... The 100 meals, sometimes these are the only meals that the kids get throughout the day. So I bought one of these, and I'm going to buy one as gifts for people when I think about them. I think this is a great thing. It comes in, it's about the size of a CD carrier. Like you can buy those little CD folders that stick in your car. It's a little bit bigger than a CD case, and it comes like a little wallet. It's made out of burlap, and it has a zipper. And what you do is you open it up, and it's got a full-size shopping bag in it. Oh, and it's attached. Right. It's attached to the CD case. Isn't that clever? I think that's great. Inside, um, one of the nice things about it is it has a little pocket inside, like if you bought a bottle of wine. So if you were going on a picnic and you were getting a a picnic to go, that's another nice thing to do for Valentine's Day. Get somebody, uh, your loved one, a picnic from Whole Foods. But while you're doing it, buy the $10 bag. I realize it's a lot, but 100% of the proceeds, there's no other administrative costs with this that ten dollars goes to feed the children and it provides 100 hot lunches if you want to look at that i think it's, it's designed like, well too i like mm-hmm. the rugged look I of it, it. it it's got like a, a a silk screen on it that says feed 100 so i just thought it was a cool thing and from what the lady tells me smells smells it's not a book they tell me they're available in most whole foods so I just think it's something that's pretty cool. Uh, so I, natural. I looking. saw them, but I didn't know what it was. I did. I, when I first picked it up, I thought it was kind of interesting that it was all in burlap. It, it's very. It's got a nice touch. I thought it was just, two separate items. It has I didn't realize it was a bag or something. Those yeah. are copper. These little rivets on the bag. Well made. It's well made. And the other nice thing I think about it is that it folds back up pretty easily back into that little pouch. <laughs> yeah, I was I could, thinking, how are you going to get it back? No, I've done it several times. Fit all my and stuff in here. And it's something that when you when we get the the reusable bags from like Publix, that we have a hundred of them now because we leave them in the car and we forget <laughs> them. Teresa's trying to fold it back up. It's like up. folding a map. You can it never get it to folds, fold the way it goes. It folds very easily. No, it, well, it just folds. The seams are right there. It just folds all back up, and you fold the handles in, and it yeah. does. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do this. 
She's doing it under the table so we can't see her. I think if you do a dolphin sound, it helps. She's just like stuffing it in there. Come on, flipper. <laughs> I thought I thought it was a good cause, and I think it's something that's usable. And this is cool. I like this. Here, Julie, give it back to Kevin. Oh, <laughs> oh a cat so, scared me. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, what? Figaro is a very the, silent jumper. The, I looked. The cat, I saw movement in the window. I thought it was somebody out the window. It was oh, the cat. Is that one of my cats? <laughs> All right, we're going to um, – just I forgot to tell you that there is a website for this project through Whole Foods. It's called feedprojects.org, and you can see this bag that I'm talking about there. Uh, we're going to move ahead now, and we're going to talk to Corey and Julie about uh, an exhibit they saw in New Orleans. I'm really envious. This is something that I would like to see. It's You'd called, have to go to New Orleans. <laughs> I, I really uh, – that, that's something You guys that, could take a weekend trip. And something that could tempt me. <laughs> Just let me um, give you real quick. We saw uh, Princess and the Frog. Did you like it? Loved it. And Isn't if New Orleans great? was like that, I would go in a minute. A <laughs> <The> cartoon? <laughs> if it was that cartoon and pristine, and I would be there. Our- we went and saw it on a Tuesday afternoon, or I'm sorry, not that's not true, like a Thursday afternoon, mm-hmm. and there were six people in the whole theater. And I have to tell you, it was awesome. It was an incredible movie. The first couple oh. seconds of that movie took my breath away. It shows me... In my opinion, it's just my opinion, how much warmer the hand-drawn animation is than the Pixar CG. I love the hand-drawn animation. Well, this whole exhibit was all about hand-drawn animation. It was. What was the name of the exhibit? It's It's called Art of Classic Fairy Tales. It's called Dreams Come True, Art of the Classic Fairy Tales. See, mine says Art of Classic Fairy Tales. Her book's bigger. (laughs) Look. Her book's bigger than his little pamphlet. Did you ever hear the expression, happy wife, happy life? (laughs) Corey's reading off the free pamphlet. She's reading off the thing you bought. (laughs) But either way, it's it's all about um, classic fairy tales from the Walt Disney Studio. It got to New Orleans November 15th of last year, and it's through March 14th of this year. And this is the only location in North America where you can see the exhibit. Do you know if it's moving on to other countries? Um, that's what I was wondering, too, and I was looking to see, but I don't see anything about that yet. But I'm sure it's moving somewhere. It's but, just not going to be anywhere. Where is it held in New Orleans? At the New Orleans Museum of Art. It's uh, in City Park. Right. And the reason they brought it to New Orleans was uh, because of Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. The, the last room there features all the original um, sketches and paintings uh, from Princess and the Frog. Now, this features 600 rarely seen artworks. And they're all original. Including Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, The Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast, and Princess, Princess and the Frog. They also have some things from um, Mickey, Jack and the Beanstalk, as well as The Ugly Duckling and The Three Little Pigs. People always ask me what I would like to see in the parks. I would love to see in each of the parks. Disney has this stuff in their archives. Why isn't this stuff being seen by the I public? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the, the, the exhibit is set up by um, all the artwork set up by year of release. So it starts with um, Silly Symphony Shorts, and then it moves to Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, and it goes on from there. So you really see how how things change or don't change through the this years. This would also be the perfect thing to put in the Virgin Megastore building. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it would yeah. be. Is and it, it could be a... a a standing exhibit for all time. Like it, it wouldn't have to move. Exa- and it, it, there's enough stuff that they could revolve. I don't mean to Rotate keep it. It, no, no, jumping back yeah. into your conversation, but it's the kind of thing that excites me. I would pay money to go see that, and mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing that I would probably buy a pass to, to go over and over. Right, right. <laughs> so we're saying the the Princess and the Frog is a hand drawn 
Yes. Okay. What We're was not the saying one? That. It is. I know it is, but the one. Before, <laughs> <laughs> what was the one before that? How far back? Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and, Lilo and Stitch. Stitch. There okay. was some hand-drawn animation in um, the one with Amy Adams. Oh, Enchanted. 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 Oh, I love Enchanted. So there was some in there, but that's not a full animated right. feature. If you go back and look at things like Lilo and Stitch, now you can't, you don't have the video at home of Princess and the Frog yet, and compare it, you look at the backgrounds of it, and you realize that what you're really looking at is you're really looking at um, masterwork. Yeah. Right. You're looking at really beautiful artwork. You are. And in each room, they would have a television set up, or a flat screen, I should say, that would show you how like whatever you were looking at how it was used in the movie how it went from these different cells and drawings to what you view oh that's really Mm. interesting yeah um they had some of the original marketing pieces from snow white and the seven dwarfs which are like movie posters lunch boxes and games and all these really cool things which are from the 1930s right yeah so i thought that was really interesting can we take a bus trip can we all go up (laughs) bus trip yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm good on a bus. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get there by March 14th, but to me, this is... I know you're a Mary uh, Blair fan. I am. I'm they sure. had her original artwork, uh, Joe Rinaldi, Ivan um, Earl. Mary Blair is responsible for um, It's a Small World. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm not a big fan of that mural in the contemporary, which is always what I thought of with her, and... It gave me a whole new respect because she was Walt's favorite concept artist. That's from those are his words. Yep. And some of her drawings for Cinderella, I want those. Her concept work, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it she turned out look, looking nothing like these drawings, but they are incredible. You've actually got a picture of from Cinderella, I think it was by her of Cinderella by a yep. willow tree. That's just I think is beautiful. It's in this book somewhere, but my favorite room was Sleeping Beauty for obvious reasons but Ivan Earl isn't he the one that I liked so much that all the, all the background scenes oh, the details those are just amazing incredible I've never seen anything like that up close but I, found, I found myself saying a lot throughout the whole uh, exhibit was wow how do I own something like this I wish I could mm. own this oh, wow. Julie and I have had this, this discussion <laughs> so it's nothing she hasn't heard I'm showing before. in the book I think Sleeping Beauty is probably one of Disney's most beautiful movies to look at I think it's also one of the most boring but I think it's an actually it's a beautiful, beautiful movie. And look how much detail and how much work goes into something that's thirty seconds yep. on mm-hmm. the screen. It's very true. And seeing how they, you know, the concept art, like right here, there's a photo of um, the fairy godmother, or it's a drawing of the fairy godmother. She looks evil. Yeah, nothing like before she, she became know. the chubby faced, you know bigger happy lady bibbity bobbity boo (laughs) have you ever seen any i'm really fascinated by the making of the wizard of oz have you ever seen the any of the extra footage on some of the video the wizard of oz um releases and they show the screen tests for the people that they tried for the wicked witch of the west (laughs) and at one point she was very very glamorous and um more like in in order to compete with uh the evil queen from snow white yeah. They wanted her to compete with that, and that was the way they were going to go. They actually have my piece in here. This is the Cinderella piece that I love by Mary Blair. I'm showing, I know you guys can't see, but I'm showing them because I think it's really cool. It almost has a religious yeah. quality to it. It's beautiful. Can it you is beautiful. Give some information on the book you're showing. Maybe people can buy it online if they want to pick it up. Or Let's see. It's just Dreams Come True, Art of the Classic Fairy Tales from the Walt Disney Studio, and it just says Disney Editions. I think it can I, only be purchased there. I think there. so, too. Mm-hmm. 
I'm actually going to go online and see if I can order a copy. Was it expensive? <laughs> eBay. No, not at all. It was How long does it take to get to New Orleans? I can send my dad on a field trip. He'd be oh, happy to do hours. it. 10 hours. Seriously. Would he really? He yeah. yeah. I would love a copy of it. I'd be happy to give you the money for it. Mr. Wendell is a, a great person to get to do that. Would he come get me and take me back to um, Maybe. <laughs> cool. And also through the exhibit, they give you a... Um, a listening device. Yeah. So you go through each room and you can actually stop and listen to uh, the okay, history. I have a question to ask you. Have you ever watched people with that? We went and saw a Matisse exhibit at the uh, Museum of Modern Art in New York one time, and they would let people in in half-hour segments. So everybody walked in at the same time with this listening device, and it was like it was almost like it was like military <laughs> precision. Everybody would be staring at the same thing, and you could tell when the the buzzer went beep. Like 40 heads would turn at the same time. It was. It was like a school of fish. It was funny. Was it crowded when you guys went? Were there a lot yes, of people? Yes, a was. lot of people. And we had Ferris with us and we had a stroller through there. And so it was. We could have spent more time there, but we, we really had to kind of. This is also good for New Orleans, too. It's, it's great. It, it really has brought, I think. One of the reasons they did this is because of the Princess and the Frog, but also because of everything that happened with Katrina and trying to bring people back to New Orleans and getting people to come and visit the city. I think this helps. Because Disney is very popular amongst many people, as mm-hmm. we all know. And getting to see these works that have never been released or seen in public. That's awesome. Did you see Princess of the Frog yet? Not no. Yet. Has anybody here seen it? Yeah. I watched the twice. whole thing and I kept thinking, this is going to be an amusement park ride. <laughs> There's an amusement park ride in here. Yeah, the ride, could do that. Yeah. The ride through the, um, the, the bayou. bayou. Mm-hmm. It was the la- I felt like that was the largest exhibit. It had the most yeah. drawings and, and those colored cells, celluloids, whatever they call them. Every but, time I'm at a museum, I always do. I always get so close to the work, like where my nose is almost touching it. Did you hear <laughs> that the, the woman the in New York? Like, Step back, sir. A woman in New York just did this. I think it was New York, and she tripped and fell into a Picasso painting. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. <laughs> a six-inch gash in and, oh Picasso. Oh, my gosh. And they said it was worth, what, $140 million yeah, or something like that? <coughs> almost priceless. I bet you don't get to do that very often. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> Did you do the headset thing, or did you? Skip? We did. Yes, we did. Was it an added thing to it, or was it just? It, it did. It really added a lot it to did, it. It did, yes, yeah. for sure. Because instead of having to go around and read every single thing, because people crowd around, you know how it is when you go to an, an exhibit like that. So you were able to kind of stand back and listen. And I would try to not follow people, like so we weren't like all crowded around one thing. So you weren't part of the school of fish, right? You go look at something else and then come back to the number. But. We had a good time. We actually ran into a family member of mine while we were there. <laughs> About how many pieces do you think were in the exhibit? There, we know. There's 600. 600. Wow. That's very specific. That's incredible. Yeah. And also in their museum gift shop, in addition to these catalogs, they have all sorts of other Disney books. They have one. Um, it's on the Wicked Queen and how she became wicked. And they also have tons of jewelry. And, Is that a Disney and book? Princess inspired. I'm not sure if it's a Disney book, but they have books. I should say about Disney related topics. Is that? I think that's by the. Is that by the guy who wrote Wicked? No, no, no. It's not. No, I know what you're talking about. It's not that book. It's a totally different thing. But um, jewelry and all kinds of Disney knickknacks <laughs> for sale. I found the earlier part of the uh, exhibit more interesting than the later. Yeah. Like well, when, the, also, when the animators are still living, it's no fun. <laughs> well, it's also <laughs> they realize that people have become interested in stuff like that, so there's more information out there on the later works. Yeah. Right, like you said, there was the biggest room was for Princess and the Frog. Now they've kind of learned their lesson, and they don't reuse the cells anymore, and they don't. They used to wipe them, them off. They used to wipe them off. 
And when the or they sold them off as nobody thought they were valuable. People took them home. Right. And not that I didn't like these movies, but once we reached Beauty and the Beast and The Little Mermaid, I was interested, but not as interested as I was in Cinderella and Snow White and Sleeping Beauty and even the Silly Symphonies. It, there's a there's a classicism to it. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. We had a great time. I think anyone who is in the area, even if you're just a couple of states away, you know, Mississippi, Texas, wherever, it's Florida. worth a drive in for the day or for the weekend. So it's not only exciting, it's good for New Orleans. It is. Yeah, look at Mrs. Potts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and once again, this is going to be there until uh, March 14th. At the New Wing. New New Orleans Museum of Art. Noma. Noma. I apologize. Did you guys say how much it was to get to go in? It cost us eighteen a piece, right? Yeah, it, you get a discount if you're a Louisiana a, resident. Yeah. It's like eight bucks. I could have told him I was a Louisiana resident, but, but this was like a few days after Christmas, and I didn't want to lie. <laughs> <laughs> but if they asked me to present an ID, it would be like, uh, we don't have one. Can't you do that Creole talk? <laughs> Bring my birth certificate. There it says Louisiana on it. <laughs> but I was happy to support the museum. So I don't think eight, oh, I'm sorry, man. I don't think eighteen dollars is bad at all. No. We paid that to see Princess Diana's six dresses. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you would recommend this to people? Absolutely, for sure. Awesome. Thank you for that. Um, we're going to move ahead. Kathy has some updates from around the parks, besides the burgers. <laughs> I guess the biggest update is the fact that the um, the water is back in the moats at Magic Kingdom. I know that caused a a fury of you've ruined my vacation yes yes and um it's interesting to see how they do that because yesterday when i was over there they're putting the water back in the moats but under you know where the bridge is that goes into the castle Mm -hmm. underneath the bridge they still have equipment there but they've put the water back in the moat moats so they have pumps there pumping the water out where this equipment is under the bridge that you want to stand there and go like, well, why didn't they just take it out? Weird. Maybe they didn't like, finish. Maybe they're doing something I know, else. but why would you put the water back in and leave your equipment right in the middle? Sounds like my house. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on if you're looking at it from half empty or half full. Leave the equipment out in the yard. Like, well, I went over, too, and I wanted to see because, you know, everybody was, you know, how was it going to impact their pictures? And really, if you, um, there is a blog up with the, the updated pictures. You really have to look hard to see where they put the painted scrim up that looks like the bricks. So it's not going to ruin anybody's pictures. So when shrunken Ned's boats is back in business, the ducks are still back in the, you know. The animatronic the, ducks have been yeah. placed back in the water. Good. What's yeah. shrunken Ned's boat? You know, the outside, no, really. of, outside of the jungle cruise, there was little oh, like, yeah. um, boats you can... Maneuver around oh, and okay. that little. Right. Little no, I don't time. know. You don't know. You're talking down when you go down the steps. When you go down the steps, like off to the left, they've got like these little miniature boats and remote you, control boats right, that you, you can operate. Really? Yeah, and they've got some like little artifacts, you know, jungle artifacts in there, and you can maneuver your boat around and. That makes me think. Have you already seen that commercial on TV where the, the they're on the Jungle Cruise? I don't even know what's the commercial oh, for. It's a, it's a Disney commercial. Is it, okay, uh, Florida Resident. Four day pass. Yeah, isn't that a cool commercial though? All the little like, animals are going. Hey, where, where the? Where no, the I like the zebra. He goes, man, my neck hurts. <laughs> he's like laying on the. Yeah. But when I he says boat that. at the end, I always think he's going oh, like Homer Simpson. I don't know. You haven't seen Sounds it, weird. huh? Nope. That was cute. He has Tivo. 
Oh, yeah. I fast-forward the commercials. I don't see any commercials. Oh. This one's kind of nice. Oh, I like commercials. That's when you get up and go get your chocolate and get your drink. When you have TiVo, you can pause things. Okay, Kathy, you should continue. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) And then the other thing I I had the the chance to do that I've never done before is the... um, Magic of Animation Tour. Have any of you guys ever done that? Or I know you've probably all walked through the building. Have you ever drawn actually the characters? The I've never drawn the is characters. Is this in Hollywood Studios? Yes, yeah. it's in Hollywood Studios. Never actually drawn the character. But, but yeah, I've been through the tour where they stop at each point and talk about it. And well, You're talking about the class? Yeah, yeah, the class. Well, since you have that you know, that book with the great illustrations Did you in draw it, something? Uh, I brought something? my pictures, and I'm going to be up for ridicule, but I was really happy. Well, honey, that's not why, I like though. That. <laughs> really? um, I can't draw for anything. And that was what I thought was so great about computers, was I could you know, use clip art and do things like that. But when you take the... Um, animation tour they they take you into a little studio and they have um, mushu and he shows you how they they draw the different cells and things like that and they show a little clip from up the last time i was there at least it was up they might have moved on to princess and the frog now and then there's another little section you can do some different displays and stuff and then every 20 minutes you can go into the studio where you draw and like i said i can't draw but i did eeyore and Sorcerer Mickey, and these are copies. I'll pass them around. You can all. I thought Eeyore I turned out. I don't think it looked bad at all. These no, are lithographs. They're not the original. Time. Right. These aren't the original. <laughs> but they're in a vault somewhere. They give you a piece of paper and they give you a pencil. What's that on Mickey's nose? It's, a, it's like a mustache. No, she was drawing the yeah. seam on his nose. What yeah, they do they, is they give you reference points yeah. so that you can. They, they okay. show you like like make How a to make circle it look here. 3D. The art critic over here. <laughs> and did you see the look on her face? Yeah. Like it might have been like a pimple or something. <laughs> have you seen well, Teresa's uh, drawings? Hey. She has no room to talk. You mean minor, Teresa's minor. drawing of her kitty? Yeah, you don't have Facebook. Again, John, Don, that was for you. <laughs> but they give you a pencil, but no eraser. Mm. Oh, okay. And the the point is, is you're as you notice, you know, like some of the things are gone over quite often. You draw um, light guidelines. Yeah, yeah, you just keep doing it, and then at the end of it, then you can go in and like darken your areas. And I had some trouble with Mickey's nose and the. Can you bring in your own? Bringing eraser? it out. Yeah, I was thinking about cheating and bringing in an eraser. I always but have an eraser in my cheating. handbag. But the no. the class moves so fast. <laughs> but you don't know when you go in. There's a little waiting area outside. That you can sit there and wait for the next class, and they have like a little flat screen up there that asks you. Like, what does this cost? It's free. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. And you just walk. Is over. there an age limit? No, no, no. no there's been apparently been, not. Kathy yeah. means, <laughs> I mean, oh, the other way. Oh no, no. <laughs> the other way. Kathy, so, yeah. these are great. I think they're great. This I mean, is something you know, I thought do. so too. It was something um, I'm not used to. If you remember Bob Ross on TV that did the big brush. Yeah. I still watch reruns of Bob Ross. Happy little trees. Yes. I'm, I'm going to put a happy little tree right in here. Mm-hmm. Is well, that the day with the Afro? Yes. This is, yeah. this is where the rocks live. Well, I got to do that a couple years ago. <laughs> My daughter did that for me for a birthday present. We went and did that. And again, I was so surprised that I could do it. And when I went and did this in 20 minutes, I mean... You know, I got something that I thought I could mm-hmm. never do. I'm so taking Stella for this. She would love this. Getting back to that it. man, that Bob Ross was mm-hmm. it. If you're ever have insomnia and you can find him on PBS, he never raises his voice. He doesn't. He's so calm. I That's how I learned how to paint trees. Seriously. Really? Yeah. yeah. Before our class. 
and all those the, the happy little trees live right here by the yeah. water. And, and he was in the Air Force. I mean, he's I love a, watching a his paintings come to life. I, I, I'll put Ferris and I watch that sometimes. And you're thinking <laughs> it, no, it looks calmest, like nothing until mm-hmm. he gets done. It is the calmest thing you can watch. Yeah, at two o'clock in the morning. This man has been dead for years, and he still is making money. Mm-hmm. There's Bob Ross paints and canvases, and well, Kathy he did good. It's, it, the, that's pretty you cool. don't know what class you're getting oh. when you go. It could be any character. It could be any character. So I went because I've been there. Can you get it? Walk out if you don't like that character and wait <laughs> for another. If you want to be rude, yeah. yeah I guess I guess, you could. I, okay. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I guess you could, but uh, okay, like what if I, you're in the class with Teresa and she gets up, please call us. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I just kept going out, and you know, I, you I just came come back, back in, in again. And where's this at? In the um, Disney, it's the Jungle Cruise. Well, no, it's in Hollywood Studios. It's in Hollywood Studios. The little boats. You know where Playhouse Disney is, uh-huh. and the there's an the animation. Yeah, I know yeah. where. Okay, the, yeah, it's back it's there. Look at the little arches and back in. Go that. back mm-hmm. into the animation building. It says animation on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have back that. there where the where you come out of the world of. Do you have once you go through those little arches? You have the e-ticket I app. I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you go through that arch, just keep walking until your nose touches building. Okay, that's, that's okay. the animation building. Got it. Okay. Where's your app? Like Corey said, yeah, really. I went like earlier in the day, and there weren't as many people. I've been through there where there's been a lot of people, and you might not make it into that class because I forget what the number was of how many can get in. If you go during a busy time, you might have to wait to get into a class. And if you think you're going to go when it rains, forget yeah. it. Yeah. You Everybody can't even get there. in the building. Did you notice what characters were um, posing back there? The up characters are okay. still back there. Okay. And I wrote down, they're there at 10.30 oh. a.m. and 2.10 p.m. So you can get your picture taken with the up characters and then draw while them. you're waiting to go into the class. What characters do you know? Is it the crotchety old man? It's the old man. It's a little kid. And Russell. Russell. Right. Love Russell. The old man, the boy, the bird, Kevin. And part of the dog. Kevin. Kevin. The bird's name is Kevin. He's Mm -hmm. a snipe. He's a snipe. (laughs) And then once you're you're done doing the class, um, there's another area with like some Disney memorabilia. That you, you can get graded? Do they hold your picture up against everybody else's? And no, but you you see what everybody. kind of childhood did you have? <laughs> <laughs> you see everybody like looking at everybody else's, like, oh, okay. Well, they know. judge me. I want to take Corey. And the teacher, you know, he like opens a book and goes like, okay, here's what we're going to do. And he starts off very simply, but then as he's talking to you, and he's, you know, he's got the colored pencils, so he starts, you know, and his fancies oh. You know, really great, and you're looking at yours, going, "Well, yeah, okay. I'll bring my own colored pencils." That's right. I just sharpened them yesterday. Sit next to Teresa. She's got an eraser. <laughs> I do. You can show up with glitter. We're cheating <laughs> in the class. What's that on Mickey's nose? Oh, you could glitter. just. That'd be awesome. Just say it. Go ahead. Say out. it. They're waiting for you to say it. Kicked out of Hollywood Studios. I did not say glitter. It's just <laughs> one of those things that glitter. I mean, as many times as I've been to the parks. I had never done so. That's like one of those hidden things. That that's so cool. I had seen someone had done this, and they posted it on the boards. Maybe it was George. You could also do it at Disney okay. Quest too. Really, that is so cool. That's I'm, at Downtown Disney's. Yes, West I know. Side. <laughs> Big blue building. <laughs> Looks like a wave. Near Cirque du Soleil and House of Blues. House of Blues. I know. So the originals, I'm actually going to frame and put up the on the originals. wall. The originals. <laughs> the originals, yes. She didn't bring those. She brought copies she in case we got prints well, or chocolate other, on them. She's not only going to hang them, she's going to make one of those little cards. Paper and pencil. Mm-hmm. 
Well, the Kathy other thing, the other 2010. Thing, addition one of one. 2010. <laughs> Talking about, uh, well, now that I got a computer, I think now I we, are do, go- we are going to make fun of you, Nancy. Um, that the last thing that they have you do is you have to sign it. Which is like Bob Ross, if you ever remember. Yeah, but that, your signatures, what happened Well, because to it? it was actually, the page was oh, actually there. Oh, okay. And it's not considered a drawing or a painting until you sign it. So that's the last oh, thing that. that you do. Stella signs everything. I've got all kinds so of So the, the piece of paper that they give you has like two little holes at the top that you put over these like pegs so your paper doesn't move around. So if you're looking for something to do, check it out. <laughs> that's my report. That's cool. Awesome. Go, I got to tell you something. I've never been. Uh, this is completely a non sequitur. I've never been really envious of a D twenty three event. I'm envious of the woman who posted on the board, and I apologize. I don't remember who the poster was that went to see Mary Poppins in Los Angeles on the night of the D twenty three. Oh my event. gosh! Yes. yes, and Dick Van Dyke was in it. Dick Van Dyke performed in the show. I'm envious of that. It I seems just, like all the events are happening in California. So. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a D23 conversation. I just wanted you to know that you created it. I thought that too. When I saw that, I thought, man, I, if anybody I want to say it, Dick Van Dyke. And Julie Andrews, who yeah. is in Tooth Fairy. All right. <laughs> Moving ahead. Teresa. Yes. Teresa has been challenged with planning. Oh, vac- my life. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say that before John does. Go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad when she's writing her own jokes. <laughs> we might need to ease up a little bit. Um, Teresa's been challenged with uh, booking a vacation for $2,500 or less. She has been told that if she can book a vacation for her entire family of five for less than $2,500, she can keep whatever's left over. And she has to go the week between Christmas and New Year. <laughs> Which I checked into. You know, if she does come up with a really good deal, people are going to be contacting Dreams Unlimited Travel. I want the Teresa package. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Maybe we'll name it the Teresa package. I want to stay in that room that where glitter I can see is the involved. <laughs> the glitter package that <laughs> comes with glitter. Okay, Roxy, tell us like, about your... like Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, you need the Mariah Carey dress. <laughs> Okay. Tell us about what you've been doing so far. Well, we started out with a little family meeting. Everybody decided what they wanted out of their Disney vacation, and they're all thinking I'm cheesy. And I said, you know, shut up. Got to do this. I want to know what everybody would want if we were going to do this. Um, Kelvin gave me nothing to go. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, he just, you know, just nice room, Fort Wilderness, whatever, in the woods. And Max... Near the orchids. Really, near the orchids. Let's stay at home. And um, when I compiled all of this, and then I get on the computer, and I'd spent three or four nights going over this stuff, I went to the little Disney website, totally bypassed our website. I wanted to go straight to Disney to see what I could find out. I found out I cannot afford what we all want. It was like 16000 or something. <laughs> <laughs> So we started whittling off the things that we can't afford. Okay, like he's not going to sleep in our room. That's right. <laughs> Crazy doesn't have to eat every day. That's right. We opted to only feed the children every third day. Um, but no, there was a lot of things we had to cut out because I was restricted with this $2,500. And Which is typical of people who are planning their own vacations. Mm-hmm. They the have a budget. I say, Pete, pick this because this is the average price of a package. Well, where are the crap are they staying? Are they all staying at the All Stars or well, all of? Them? I mean, is that I'll tell you when you get to that point? Okay, well, here's what I did. So I went in and I 
you know, I forget how many families. Planners who are listening to our show are all sitting in their car someplace in traffic screaming, Teresa, look at this. Well, this is the way I started. So, I, you know, okay, we've got our family of five, which are considered four adults and one child, because Stella's the only one under the age of nine. Um, it also limits where you can stay. It does limit where we're going to stay, because I had my heart not staying at where it keeps pushing me back to, which is all-star movies or music, one of them. We went to see, Grace wanted to stay at Pop. That was her first. Or Fort Wilderness. Um, it can be done if we don't eat. Stay in a tent. <laughs> stay in a tent. <laughs> but then you got to find a tent. I don't have a tent, so then I have to factor that into it. Oh, Disney rents tents. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but then, okay, do they? Mm-hmm. Well, see, I didn't know that. If you have a tent, you can donate it to the people in Haiti also. Well, see, I don't, I don't want to camp, so that wouldn't be a good trip for me. I'd just soon not eat for two days. <laughs> but then you said I had to involve dining, right? Mm-hmm. But then let me ask you this, John. Does it have to involve the dining plan, or can I just... Can I just factor in money for food? Like if I had a room that had we'd eat in the kitchen. Like like to say if we were at the cabins. Can I ask questions for this? Because I'm asking sure. questions. Like if we stayed at the cabins. You have to write in. <laughs> we have to write an email Call in. Can it involve breakfast in the room? Your your family has to eat. Okay. Every meal, every child, right? Well, DCS <laughs> is saying that. Right? <laughs> Not gummy worms. As whatever you, I, it would have to be the equivalent of kind of what you would do at home. So, I mean, you can't. Skip meals, but also, you know, we're not forcing well, I only enough. I cook one meal at home a day. But your children still eat other, two other meals somewhere else. Well, okay, like breakfast. I don't really necessarily have to eat breakfast out every morning. Exactly. So it That's exactly what I'm saying. Is you, you have to be able to survive. But if you get that little Disney dining planny thing where you get two counter services or whatever, mm-hmm. okay, because I don't necessarily want to have a sit down. Well, we can. But wouldn't you want to check, like a lot of clients do, that like compare the dining plan and your oh, I've lifestyle been doing that. compared I've been doing that. to what, how you normally eat you know, and then see which The ones. dining plan has some flexibility in how you use your points. Right. Right. You don't necessarily have to have a sit-down breakfast. Right. So what you need to do is look at what the plans offer, compare that to what you could do yourself and or what you could supplement yourself. So if you take the dining plan, you may eat breakfast in the room. You may eat, you know, if the kids don't usually eat a full breakfast, you can have a donut or a Danish on the way to the park. However, there are other things we want you to look into, too, in that there are times when the dining plan might be offered for free. Right. So that's a way to supplement your vacation. Correct. Because right now, as is, without any help from any agents or anything, I've found a few that are right around the $2,500. Now, there are other places now, to stay, by the way, that gotta, will accommodate five oh, people. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, um, what's the place with the big, you're on the Mississippi River, the big wheel? Port Orleans. Port Orleans, Riverside. Okay. However, <laughs> the <laughs> Tina Turner Resort? Let's go to the Proud Mary building. <laughs> She's doing this whole, the big wheel keeps on turning. <laughs> However, those rooms that do sleep five have an age limit for the fifth person because well, the fifth room, the fifth bed is a trundle bed. you exceeded that age limit. Well, then I'm thinking, I've exceeded it? <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm thinking, how about, because I, I really have my heart set on staying at Pop. Okay. But you can't put five in a room. So I'm thinking, okay, we'll do um, Max in a room by himself. But then that brought me way over the top when I did two rooms. All of your children also have to sleep in a building. Okay. Well. <laughs> no one in the car. 
Doesn't Pop have those bigger rooms? No. no. It's just all-star music. Oh. Just all-star music, which does nothing for me. You know what? The suites, though, are really nice. I really enjoyed that. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still because preliminary had- planning. I'm still trying to figure it out. You know, one night I sat there and just kept altered, you know, changing my plan to see what Disney would throw at me. and Look at changing you know, your what? My plan. Oh. You know, where I want to stay and... You know, how I want to do it. I want to take out food. Well, then I'm thinking, what is, why is this so high? Well, then I realize, okay, it's throwing tickets at me, too. Well, you got to have tickets. you got to go to the parks. But I have, I already have my annuals, so I can do away with... you planning a trip for someone who doesn't have an annual pass who's coming here. No, but Pete said I could use oh, my annual he? passes. So... He made it really easy. She's going to take him to Old Town. This is Disney. <laughs> but, then, <laughs> but then, to get the dining plan, you still have to have at least one ticket. One day of, of park pass to, to turn any room reservation into a package. You have to have, have, have a at ticket. Least one day ticket. Have you searched for codes on the board? No, I haven't done that far yet. I'm still preliminary, just trying to figure out Maxwell. what. Um, Maxwell, come on. Come on. Max just came in the room for those of you who have been following mm-hmm. Max's uh, health issues on the boards. Max is doing better today. Oh, you see his little arm? He had a little fur missing, like yeah, a poodle. Where they put the IV in. Aww. He had a tooth extracted and some other things, so he's. And for anybody who's had a tooth extracted, they know what Max is going through. Dental surgery sucks. Really? But getting back to your, to your dilemma, you get, there are many factors involved. Obviously, when you travel. Oh, that's another thing I kept switching. I'm, okay, ideally, I have children. Okay, I want to go when they're out of school. Okay. Be- Beep. Not not gonna happen. Ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah, really? Okay. So I'm thinking, okay, well let's move it to when they're out of school, not in the summer. Okay, not gonna happen. Kaching, kaching, kaching. Okay, let's move it to next January. Okay, that's a possibility. But then they're back in school. Well, two of them are. Max hopefully will be out of school by then. <laughs> but um so you know, I keep moving the date around and I'm right. sure this is what people do. This is the typical planning process that everybody goes through. Well, I realize now where an agent would come in handy. And I'm hoping I'm, you're going to hook me up with one we'll hook at up with some an agent. point. We're going to find a Dreams Unlimited Travel agent uh, to help you. One of the things that I want to look at, though, is that um, not all our agents might be comfortable talking on the podcast. So I want to make sure we find somebody who's willing to call in and work with you and give some updates and things like that. So I haven't identified anybody yet, but I've got some ideas. You know, a lot of people think that getting a travel agent is going to cost you extra money. It's free. Right. It doesn't cost you right. anything. The travel agent makes their money, makes their earns their uh, salary through the commission that Disney pays on the package. So all you're doing is paying the exact same amount that you would pay to Disney, and the travel agent then gets commission on that. So there's no extra cost involved to you, but you get that extra help. And I'm sure a lot of people don't know that. Or if you've never, I'm sure most of our listeners know that. But just, you know, my mother off in East Biggsville is going to say, it'll cost you extra. You know, don't use a travel agent. That's a question you see on the boards all the time. Mm-hmm. How much yeah. more do, do, does it cost you to go through a travel agent? Other things you hear is what are the benefits of using a travel agent? Am I going to lose control? Right. If you use someone who is a is a Disney expert, then <laughs> you're going to get someone who's going to be able to answer these questions for you and help you and guide you in the right direction. But, and they're going to help you get your best the best deal you can. Because mm-hmm. right now... I'm going to have to fork out some money for this trip to make it. <laughs> <laughs> but it does have to be under 2500 correct? Well, it's anything $2,500, under $2,500 you get in addition to the trip. So you're talking about cash in your pocket. 
if you can bring it under twenty five. If I could bring it under twenty five hundred. We were talking about the free the free dining option. That if you book something and the that option's not available right now, the dreams will try to apply that mm-hmm. to your reservation even after the fact. Do I have to remind them? Do I yeah. have to go say, look what's out there? Because nope. I'm not looking what's out there. We have a very sophisticated system that monitors reservations, and as soon as a code is released or a discount is released or something happens, those reservations are flagged in our system, and the agents know to now go out and apply oh, that discount okay. to anybody who's like on the phone, like the minute Disney opens. And Kathy try. also is an agent. Kathy, what time do you get up when commission when um, uh, discounts, discounts come out? Plenty early, just to, to make sure that you have everything. And sometimes when they release things, you can get it off the website. Sometimes their website crashes, but we're all on the phone like at seven o'clock when it opens. Okay, I got those. I got a couple questions that have come up. In, so would in you my like to, uh, to people who are listening? You get to sleep in on the day that, or <laughs> right. or take your kids. I don't. To, well, John's to, still to, calling take me at six a.m. <laughs> John is right. not calling you at 6 a.m. I can vouch for this. Teresa's nose grew so big it poked me in the eye. Really? Back in the water. I, say, um, I think he's still snoring at that time. Exactly. John can, has not seen 6 a.m. in quite a while. Podcast but I can cruise. tell you there's been times when Disney has released discounts that we've all been on hold for hours before we even get to them. So my I point, love those days my because point the was, emails just flying back and forth. Mm-hmm. My point there was, you can continue to take your kids to school and right. get to work on time right. while your Dreams Unlimited travel agent is sitting on the hold waiting to get your discount applied. The other thing we hear all the time is the agents will get discounts and then tell you about them. Mm. So, I just referred a girlfriend who is planning a trip to Disney for um, around October and she sent me like a huge list of questions. And I can answer some of them, but I'm like, I can only help you so much. I said, you really need to talk to one of our dreams agents. And I, I told her it was free. I sent her the link. And she's like, thank you so much. So I hope that she has an easy time working with her agent. How many times have you heard from a client after you've told them that you got a discount that they didn't even know existed? Right. No, that happens oh, I got to thank you after you do it? So More than a thank you. People <laughs> so, are But, okay, checking into all of this. I know the agents are out there doing all these. That's their job to do all these things. But are they going to answer my incredibly stupid questions? Like, here's one for you today, John. They never get stupid questions. No, they don't. (laughs) Here's going to be the first. Okay, here's a couple stupid questions. Okay, so to get the dining, you have to have at least a one-day park ticket. Is that one ticket or one ticket per person? Ticket per person. Let me explain. Am I only getting one stupid cup or is everybody going to get a cup? Wait a minute. Hang on a second. You know the little free cup? You don't get a free cup. No, it said the little thing said something about you get yeah. a, a refillable cup. Some a of mug. The now you get oh, depending a mug. on the package you, you is pick. Is it one yeah. mug, Kathy, or is it one mug for everyone yes. in my family? You all have to share the mug. <laughs> Big picture, Teresa. Big picture. We're going to be fighting over this. Five one straws. mug and five straws. Exactly. <laughs> right, exactly. Big picture. Let me give you a quick, quick lesson. You can book a room only reservation or you can book a package with Disney. Okay. And the the wording is simple. A room only means all you get is the room. A package is things added to the room. In order to make a room only reservation a package, you have to have a ticket. and For every person. Right. And everybody on that reservation has to have the same thing. But if you have an annual pass like she does, there is the chance. I mean, that if it's booked with an annual pass rate, then you can get the dining plan. And it just has to be that one person with the annual pass. 
Right. There are other nuances involved as well. So, But I just want to let you know that, yes, if you're going to take a package, everybody in your party has to have a ticket. Okay. And if you want free dining, you have to have a package. Right. Or can you add free dining to a room only now? You cannot. No, Mm-mm. but you can. No, you, you have cannot. an annual pass. Right. you got to have that. I'm confused too, Teresa. Because okay, and the only reason I'm asking the little you're saying the big picture, the big picture, but I've got children behind me. We're not children. Well, Stella and Grace going. I'm going to get the cup. No, I'm going to get the cup. I'm like, maybe we each get a cup. I don't know. Yeah. Let's find out. Big picture. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. well, if you're you talking can... about little kids are worrying about that. You're right. Crap, yeah, I guess you know? you're right. Don't want to share. You know, I mean, you want to worry about that kind of stuff. I right. get I get the free dining question in the webmaster account all the time. That people, well, how do I buy the free dining ticket? <laughs> <laughs> there is no free dining ticket. Now, you know. keep in mind, right, if you take free dining, you probably won't find a room discount. Right. Because with free dining, the, the room, room goes up. So it's like a game of would you rather. Yeah. So it's a matter of weighing. Am right. I going to get a better discount with free dining? Or am I going to get a better discount with a room discount? And eat, eat on my own. But right now, are the rooms... Okay, just... Randomly, what I'm looking at now, where I'm including dining, are those rooms discounted? Have you looked into discounts? No. So right just, now, I'm just looking into. Well, I'm just starting. You know, this I know, is the beginning. What I'm, what I'm telling you is, we're not judging. Well, we are kind of. You are. I know you are. But what we're saying is, these are the steps that a person planning a trip to Disney has to go through. Right. Do I? Is this a discounted rate? Am I going to pay exactly? Well, let me just say. Let me just say this: If you're going through the Disney site and you're just plugging in dates and looking for pricing, that's. <clears throat> That's not discounted. Right. That's, that's why their, I didn't think it was. That's their first rate. That's what they're going to try to get you to buy. You have to know what a code is. You have to know what right. the appropriate code is to plug that into Disney system to generate the discount. Okay. Disney systems aren't going to come to you and say, oh, you want to travel this time? We've got a great rate for you. Here's the right. cheapest price we can give right. you. Right. They never do that. You need to know right. exactly what you're asking well, for. Well, I know what's out there time. now, and I know what I can't afford. You also need to the- say to yourself, okay, let me look at the menus on the Diz. And see what Which my family done. would eat. Am I going to get a value? Right. From you should know them all by heart. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> I know but you know they're going to eat where they're not going to eat. Right. So you can say to yourself, add up in your head, this is what my family is going to eat on a daily basis. Am I going to get my value out of right. X number of dollars per day for a dining plan, or am I losing money? Because well, it's Calvin going to clar- go to I need Chico. to clarify with you then, John. Do I have to have the dining plan? Because I thought I was understood that I had to have that. No, you don't have to have the dining plan. As far as I, maybe Pete said that and I missed it, but my impression is that you have to have a, a vacation and kids have to eat mm-hmm. and you have to get into well, the parks. that's normal. And you have to enjoy yourselves and you have to have a place to stay. And so you can't just go and say, listen, okay, we're going to get a tent and stay there for five well, days. Well, no. And, I mean, and bring our food the, from home. Right. Right. But I thought we talked about the one time about doing the fridge swap and the yeah. grocery delivery. You don't need places, to get the dining so. plan. If you find a value in that, then do it. Right. Because that seems like to me, and it's just me looking at it from the outside, a whole bunch of headache. However, because it's like, okay, we've got so many of these points left, and rush out, and you get a snack, and you get a. It's, you a, val- it's a valid concern, and that's a valid point. And other people find a great deal of value in it. That I always, um, I always love to eat at these very expensive restaurants. So I know that if we're going to go and we're all going to sit down and eat at this restaurant, I'm going to get more than my money's worth than. If I didn't have the dining plan. So these are things that everybody weighs. So feasibly, then I can get my room only and then a lot so much for food. Correct. Right. 
Okay. But again, we're, again, I always want to clarify: we're not talking about chips in the room every night. No, no, no. There'll be dining out. Yeah. You no. have to have you know I'm regular yeah. meals. No, and, I'll, I'll feed him. I'm okay. just like I'm not going to feed. But then you also have to. What he's saying is, like, you go to some place like Gico, which is pricey compared to Earl of Sandwich. And well, our, we're not a Gico kind of family. It would be. However, you're still going to want to go someplace nice. Couple again, not a cheap. Mm-mm. Right, but that's I'm just not saying cheap by any means. Corey, we're never moving away from here. I'm not planning a Disney vacation. Right? <laughs> really? It's too hard. It's, I always think to myself, if I, I've been doing this since I was a kid, I think to myself, and that's when tickets were, were easy. You bought a book when you got to the gate. You didn't have to know in advance. And I think to myself, if I was doing this now, I think I would just give up. Yeah, when's, when's the fun part come in? Because well, I hadn't hit that yet. But that's that's how I got hooked on the Diz, is when I lived in Pennsylvania and I was planning my trips down here. I would go on the Diz and the same questions that I had, loads of other people had. So if I thought, well, geez, how's this going to work or that? Somebody else had already done it. And a lot of people have already done the math for you, too, if you look on the different threads. Now, Kathy was just talking about the fridge swap. That would be something that would be able to, might be able to add value. If you're looking at the fact that you have to have meals and things like that, you could say to yourself, well, I have a car. I might want to go to Walmart and get a 12-pack of water or a 24-pack of water and have the fridge in my room. What we're looking for you to do is actually plan this vacation. Yeah. Right. So the more detail you can add into it right. the more the more experience you can get out of it for your family you're trying to get the best value for your, your 25 dollars we, we realize too that you know you have an added challenge because you have five people so that makes it a little bit more difficult i However, can't drop max in any way shape or form you cannot you can make it kelvin <laughs> both of them that'd be perfect trip however dream vacation you also have a you have different challenges from other people because someone now you're not traveling with an infant so you don't have those things that go on. You'd be along. traveling with children with huge appetites. Yeah, but then again, like imagine I said, if it was me planning this trip with a two-year-old and you know our born. soon-to-be daughter who'll be eight months right. old. So now you've got to figure out. I've got to get strollers, and I've got to make sure that there's formula, and I've got to make sure that there's this and this and this. So everybody who plans has their own set of challenges. Right. But you I think have you're the doing challenge great. of having three children with disparate ages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's like not like you have an eight, nine, and ten-year-old. Yeah, because it's, it's You have a different. four-year-old and a 20-year-old. Right. I know that's not yeah. true. It's <laughs> what it seems like sometimes. So it's good. You've you figured out that this is a challenge and that this isn't going to be It is a challenge. I've got my running list going of what we want to get out of it. Right. And now that you're frustrated and, and angry and mad, we'll get your dreams on them to travel. Get agent. me an agent. <laughs> <laughs> and that will do it for yeah. Teresa's first segment on how I lost my mind spending $25. <laughs> I'd like to thank you all for listening to the show. Uh, our stay tuned for tomorrow's show of our email show. I don't have a script for the end of the show. All I can say is, and I don't have a cute tagline like "Stay out of the lakes" or "Good times." So I'm hoping everybody has a great day. 